Drum roll, please. Here we go. There she is. Oh, my God. Great to see you. Good to see you, too. High five. Um, happy end of the year. Yeah. Happy end of the year. <laughs> hey, We're alive. You humaned the whole way. <laughs> yes. We were just discussing a moment ago. Uh, how you doing? Well, I'm living that human experience. Yep. Yep. Sometimes yep. we're superhuman and sometimes we're barely a threat of a human. That's true. Yeah. And you had a day today, didn't you? I did have a day. Yeah. But I'm, I'm here and You're this here. is like the peak of the mountain, I feel like. And you've replenished your hydro, hydro your lights. <laughs> I'm hydrated with my okay. electrolytes. Yes. And now I'm just able to enjoy the view. The other side of the mountain is when we slide down it into bubbles and a big pool of them. I like that. Three different types today. If you're just joining us. <laughs> We recognize that we there is an emergency happening. And this was a last-minute emergency meeting that was called between Megan and myself. I saw the bat signal in the sky of this, <sighs> this shape. I said it was the shape of a champagne glass. And I said, Megan, there are people right now who are now coming out of their Christmas fog. Yeah. And they need to buy bubbles for, for New Year's and... Honestly, a couple of years ago, you gave me a good pep talk about this and you changed my life. I'm not kidding. Because I would always go buy the same thing. I'd either buy, you know, there's different levels depending on your, 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 where you are on the ladder, but you always start by buying super sugary, bubbly shit. Yep. And then you work your way up to like overpaying or something because you want the, <laughs> the label to look fancy. And then, then you finally meet someone who's educated and they kind of steer you in the right direction. Okay. Well, and, here we uh, are. Here we are. I think one of the fun fun ones I recall about Bubbly with you and I is uh, when I blew your mind with Lambrusco. Yeah, that was good. And yeah, a lot of people liked learning about Lambrusco. And yeah. now I'm seeing it more and more in the liquor stores and on restaurant menus. And I'm like, praise be to the liquor people of BC. When Megan speaks, <laughs> no, the stores I was, listen. I'm so happy. <laughs> um, I didn't bring Lambrusco today because mm. we've covered that. Right. Right? Yes. So that's good. And I brought three little gems. One is a Prosecco DOC Rosé. One is a Cava Gran Reserva. And mm. then the other one is an Os Moscato de Asti DOCG. Yay. These all sound like <laughs> uh, you look like work at a bioweapons lab. I stayed away. I stayed away from champagne okay. only because I can explain champagne very simply for mm -hmm. those who want to buy champagne. Like typically, Vouve and Moet are good go-to's. Okay, um, and we can explain. Yeah, like, those are the two. You yeah. get the get the the gold label or the orange label. Yeah. And that's typically, yeah. But if you want to get out, so are these like the same price as that or are they less expensive? They're kind of a little bit less, okay. but I'll, at the end of the show, I'm going to tell you why, if you want the Vouv or if you want them away, how to decipher which one's which, because they're literally like 10 bucks apart. Mm -hmm. So maybe you're like, hey, I want to blow 80 to $95 right now. Do I want Vouv or do I want Moe? Yes. Because you want to throw that money away wisely. Yes. And I'm here to help decipher that. Thank you. She's a we're an enabler. <laughs> She's an enabler. <laughs> we all make money and spend it in different ways. <laughs> okay, this is good. This is very nice. You know, also, when you're going to someone's party the for New Year's, the, bottle. the bottle's got to look cool. Let's yeah. be honest. I mean, we're, uh, we live in a superficial uh, matrix. I know. It's called Vancouver. Right. <laughs> We're going to try some fresh, fresh rosé. This is from a wine family that's been making wine for over 30 years in the Veneto region. And I chose this. Oh, my God. Is it going to explode all over the equipment? Oh, my God. No, it's not. Okay, good. It's a professional. <laughs> it was a little late, though, wasn't it, if it did? <laughs> <laughs> I have this. This, <laughs> this is, yeah, we have one napkin to save the day if something happens here. 
Okay, so I don't know if you saw that, but you always want to keep your thumb on the lid when you're unscrewing the cap. Why? Because these things are unpredictable and they will fly off. Um, What's that thing called? That little wiry thing at the end of a bottle? The crown cap? The crown cap? Yeah. Huh. Do I wonder it. if you could repurpose this whole thing as some sort of... You have younger s- children, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If they're like banned from the iPad for that certain hour, just give them this to play with. Be like, make something. Oh, I thought you were going to say you could take this and <laughs> twist it under their thumbs so they wouldn't be able to use the iPad. I'm it's not like a, a parent, little, so I don't know how far you have to use like them. Little, <laughs> it's a little cage. <laughs> a little cage for your children's thumbs. Okay, yeah. okay this is great. Okay, so um, mm. when you're shopping for Prosecco, there's two kind of things you want to look for. There's a quality level, and then there's a sweetness level. Okay. So there's a lot of Proseccos on the market, and it's easy to be like, oh my God, what am I buying right now? Mm-hmm. So first of all, there's different levels. So there's Prosecco DOC, there's Prosecco DOC Superiore, and then mm. there's Prosecco DOC Di Cartice Superiore. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wee, wow, whoa. Anglais, pour okay. pavoir. All right. So break it down now. Yes. I never get past the word Prosecco. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but it's honest. good to know because people think, oh, Prosecco, cheap and cheerful, whatever. But mm. but there's different quality levels and the prices will go up according to that. So Prosecco DOC, think like Okanagan, like geographically. Okay. And then Prosecco Superiore, think like Naramata, okay? I don't know. You mean okay? What's Nar- What's Naramata? Is Nar- that a place? Naramata is a smaller region within the Okanagan that makes wine. Oh, so okay. you're going from like a large geographic area, and then you're going to a smaller geographic area. So a better area. Typically, yes, okay. always better. So you and can ask the dumb questions with Megan. I love this. All of them. That's and good. then the smaller you get, the more concentrated the grapes are. You, you know, they have a little more TLC from the winemaker and the viticulturist. Mm. And then the top of the food chain is the Prosecco di Cartice, which is like a micro region where they say the world's best Prosecco comes from. Interesting. In the Okanagan? No, or in, in, in Italy. In Italy. In Italy. Okay. I'm just trying to make a reference for our folks here in BC in terms of like scale, right? So you go Okanagan, DOC, and then the Superiore, like Naramata Bench. And then within the Naramata Bench, there's like this super, you know, f- perfectly like hitting the slope and the sunlight and mm-hmm. the ocean or whatever the lake it all hits it perfectly yes that's called the decartize here so we go if you like prosecco Cheers. that's the ranking okay mm, it smells good mm, it does like cherry. And this is like a rose-ish mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. now two things come to mind a that's bitchin that is bitchin B, you swirled it around your mouth. I know, I know. I can't not do it. I did. How can you swirl a carbonated beverage around your mouth? I don't think you just put, you don't put a lot in your mouth. <laughs> Are you supposed to do that? <laughs> or I, did you just break the rules? Okay, so when I used to not know how to drink wine, I, I think I told you I would just shoot it a straight shot down the middle of my mouth. Yes. <laughs> Not even taste it. Right above her tongue. Seriously. Yeah. And then the more you're trained to like understand each part of a wine, you know, characteristic, you mm. have to use your whole mouth. I know it's weird. I so, swizzle. So you s- I swizzle water now. I do it with a water. You call it swizzle? <laughs> or like Is swish? This? Swish? Well, now you're making up words. Only had one sip so far. Swizzle. Oh God, that's good. Um, mm. for those for those envious mm. of what we're doing, we are enjoying cherries, a little bit of. Maybe cranberry, a little bit of strawberry, mm. kind of a creamy finish almost. Uh, that is a skill that I am always amazed 
That's and someone can good. do that. When you can describe, like, I'll break down all the flavors. I just take a sip and I go, hmm, that's good. But I can't break down the flavors in my mind. You like it? In my mind. I love it. In fact, we need to get the label up on the, uh, oh, she's pouring a little more. There we go. I know. Please, please. There we go. Right up to the camera there. So this Look is called the Astoria Prosecco DOC. It's mm. extra dry. So mm. it's about 15 grams residual sugar on a five-ounce glass, which is pretty good. Because when you don't know any better. Yeah. You just buy Prosecco when you're a kid in high school. You know, and you get the, yeah, it's, like, it's like $12. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> when you're a young child, when you first get your allowance and you go to buy Prosecco. My first $10. It's, it went to the, it's so sugary. And it, it just always think that Prosecco, in my mind, again, I when know. you're coming from a place where you don't know anything, you just think Prosecco, super sweet. You can't drink a whole glass, but you're drinking it because it's bubbly and fancy. Right? It's a good time to be alive. Mm -hmm. Prosecco's not the shit it used to be. Right. I'm sorry to swear. <laughs> I know kids are listening. All the ones that are going to the liquor store after they're all, this. Well, they're all tuning into this podcast going, I got my first allowance. <laughs> and this one, for those bringing the bottle to the party, it's kind of a celebratory bottle. I really like mm. the shape of it. Mm. That's good. Prosecco. Rosé. D-O-C Rosé. Okay. Now, I've got something a little bit more unique. This is called the Segura Vidas Grand, mm. Grand Reserva Heredad. And this is from Spain. Mm. It's the family of Cava. Mm. You like cava. I do, thanks to you. So cava is prepared, made, whatever you want to call it, the identical way of champagne. So if you like champagne, but you don't want to spend that you know, $80 plus, mm -hmm. you're doing exactly the same thing, except the prices to make the same wine don't, doesn't cost the same as it does in France, so therefore the costs are a little bit cheaper. But it's the same. It's pretty much the same. The grapes yeah. are a little bit different. Okay. There's Chardonnay, which France has for Champagne, and then this has Chardonnay as well, but then this has some more native Spanish varietals that are mm. unique to Cava. But what about this bottle? Oh, it's so badass. It really is. Like, hold that. Can I get that right in front of the camp? Look right? at this. It's, um, it's kind of sexy. It's heavy. It's metal. It's like gothic. Yeah. It's very, uh, it's very media Game of Thrones. Yeah. Like, it, this is, you know. It's a conversation starter. It is. This is your icebreaker bubbly. So if you're going to a party or whatever and you don't know a lot of people and you want to make sure you're getting the conversation started, maybe bring this one. That's a great idea. And people will be like, oh, my God, tell me about that. Great. It is a conversation starter because it's the first thing because there's no paper label on the, no. on the front of it. It's just a big metal medallion type thing. Yeah, the crest wow. was uh, found in the winery and they brought that up to emulate it. And this winery mm. has been making wine for over 800 years. 800 years. Wow. I always, I, sometimes I just feel bad opening these bottles. They're so nice. And like, there's not a bunch, there's just you and I here. <laughs> so I feel so guilty. Look at this last one. I took like one little sip out of it and like, uh, it's just sitting here now. But you you're like, now we're opening another one. I feel so wasteful. Um, but hey, I'm not going to complain it's the anymore. Holidays. It's the holidays. I'm sure you'll find like a thirsty friend. And you've got these nice uh, stoppers that you brought. So I did bring some okay. fancy stoppers. You can get so. those at the liquor stores or at Everything Wines and such like that. It's good to have them on hand at mm -hmm. the house. Okay, so mm. Segura Vidas. Woo! -hoo. Grand Reserva. <clears throat> okay, so just for everyone listening, you obviously may have seen the sister bottle to this. That's the cheaper one that's about $18. This is the premium Grand Reserva. So what makes it a Grand Reserva is stylistically, it will taste a lot different. The younger one, the less expensive one, will have a little bit more of a fresher, brighter flavor. Mm. Where this one has been sitting on its lees, which is also known as like... You know, dead. His ass. Dead yeast. Yeast cred. 
It's been sitting on that for mm. up to 24 months, two years. Interesting. Well, lees? We, we, lees? We love lees in the wine industry. Okay. Yeah, sitting on your lees. <laughs> Sounds like a lazy. <laughs> Get off your lees. Lees, Get in my glass. Lees is the the ticket to getting that like bready bready note, the brioche notes, mm. those toasted oat notes, and getting away from that fresher style like prosecco. Okay. I guess we're gonna find out what that means. And the right more now. time hanging with its crud, usually the price goes up. Champagne, lots of lees. That's why it's expensive because it sits there. It sits there in, on its lees. Have you and had I, this one before? I don't know if I've had this one or the younger sister. I didn't know this had a stepbrother. Oh, that smells good. Mm. Ah. I'm like, who? I'm like, do you want to see me on camera sniffing it, or do you want to see Megan on camera sniffing it? Let's get Megan, the professional <laughs> sniffer. Mm. That's good. That's really good. That is good. <laughs> I, I will tell you. Until we discussed it a couple years ago, I had never heard the term cava before. No. And I just didn't know. You know, yeah. you just through yeah, culture yeah. randomly learn limited information about wine and champagne. Just. Get, Prosecco is a whole category. Just, just Prosecco, yep. just Champagne, Merlot, Chardonnay. You learn these basic things, and then you'll meet a wine buddy who yeah. uh, teaches you like, the breakdown. Breaks it all down for you. Like, so Cava is like um, There's different levels amazing. of Cava, but man, this Grand Reserva, it mm. tastes like it's, like it's got lemon, but it's got brioche bun, and it's got a little bit of apricots in there. Do you ever look at legs on a Champagne, or is that like a silly thing? Or, you know, They're pretty- Cava? Or is that just a wine, like a wine thing? Alcohol or no? <laughs> Do you look at the, um, when I have a, listen, when I have a Corona, I look at the legs. <laughs> That's fair. When I have a Corona, I look at the lime. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, get out of here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> when, with the, the legs, mm-hmm. it's usually an indicator of the higher level of alcohol, like the slower the legs are. Gotcha. And, and usually sparkling wines are moderate alcohol. So you'll usually find them around like 12%. Mm-hmm. And the reason is because when you are producing sparkling wine, the winemaker wants to pick the grapes kind of just before ripeness, which means the sugar levels are low. Mm. Whereas when you're picking like for a Cabernet Sauvignon or something like that, where you want higher alcohol, you're picking them much later in the season. Mm. So the sugars have a lot of time to accumulate because you want those sugars. You want that big, full-bodied. Right. Okay, that makes sense. Okay. So but, you don't So like, don't look for legs on your Prosecco, you dummy. No. In Prosecco, you're stylistically <laughs> fresh. It's usually yeah. classically made to be a palate cleanser, mm. is Prosecco. Mm. It's most supposed to be like between heavier dishes or appetizers. And then, obviously, this sort of a style of wine, you drink it for like on its own. or mm-hmm. with Alone, sitting in your closet. If you have a closet, if you, maybe you're in a studio. <laughs> Good for any occasion is the point. Or house style. And let's, right, and let's get this one up again to, that the, one's uh, gorgeous. to the wine cam. I know this is such a beautiful bottle, too. So that's the Grand Reserva. And you can, all these wines that I'm pouring today, you can get the BC Liquor stores right now. And awesome. I think each one of them is on sale. Hey, hey. nice. Amazing. What was the price of this, uh, the first time we started with? That was $20. $20? Okay. Yep. Wow, 20 bucks. I know. See, that's crazy. I know. Like, it actually feels silly to go spend 90 bucks on a bottle of champagne when you can get this for 20 Yeah. It and tastes this, amazing. This for 40 Yeah. Because like what I was saying is, Vouve is like 75 Yeah. This is like just under half of that. Yeah. I mean, again, it really depends on if you want that yellow label recognition. I know. You know what? I think more, <laughs> and now you had, you told me what a different 
Cava a couple years ago. The one that has like the... The Tiffany uh, Blue? Yeah, the Tiffany Blue label. Yeah, Villa Conchi. I like to give that to people as gifts yeah, or bring it to their, to their house. That's a good one. Because uh, and and it's not, it's like, it's less it's than... It's like 20, yeah. 20 bucks Yeah, it's like 20 bucks Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and when I give it to someone, I say, listen, this is not like $100 <laughs> champagne. However, this is the gift of knowledge I'm giving you. This is like as good as champagne, but it's 20 Boom. bucks. Boom. And people appreciate that. They go, wow, really? Oh my God. You're like sharing a, the knowledge because no one knows this stuff. It's I know. crazy. Yeah. And that was a, that's a good looking bottle. That Tiffany blue one. It really, it really is. Yeah. I like that. So, I mean, what, there you go. You get that cava. You get this one that looks like a gothic, you know, medieval time. Medieval. Yeah. I love this bottle. This is cool. You could put a candle in it later and just make it melt down oh, and really like take the, it to next yeah. level. Yeah. <laughs> I, I agree. <laughs> actually perfect. All right. Like a black candle or a white yeah. candle. Oh, black candle. I know. Melt it down. Okay, so I know you're not a huge sweet wine fan. Mm-hmm. I understand that. I love I, that you know that. I recognize. But there, there are, are people. There are. There are. And I'm, I opened this wine the other day for my family without telling them what it was. And my dad was going back for seconds, thirds, and fourths. Mm. And I, he was like, what is that? Anyways, <laughs> what I'm going to try is something that pairs well with desserts. Which sometimes for me exactly, uh, I don't want to per se eat my you know pies and cakes and whatever. But sometimes if you want something a little bit sweet mm-hmm. and you just want to like sip on it, that's cool and refreshing. But you're like, I kind of feel like something sugary. But I if I have another lint, I might throw up. Like yeah, that's yeah, kind yeah. Of where right? this steps in. <laughs> okay, <laughs> this is exciting. And the bottle is adorable. So. Wow. Um, this family's been making wine since 1952, and it's from Piemonte, which is my favorite wine-making region in the world. And where is that? Northeastern Italy. It's where Barolo and Barbaresco mm. come from, the king and queen of Nebbiolo. And wow. so they make this beautiful little sparkling wine. It's called Aquesi, and it's a DOCG, so it's like top-tier quality. Mm. And the grape is Moscato de Asti. So, sorry, D-O-C... G. G. And what's the G mean again? The D-O-C means that it's a controlled area of production. Mm -hmm. And then when it's a D-O-C-G, it means it's a guaranteed controlled area of production. So it's like stricter rules, stricter production. And so you're getting a little bit more, um, let's say, higher quality. Okay. Guaranteed. Guaranteed quality. Yeah, super guaranteed. I like my quality guaranteed. (laughs) And then another fun thing about Moscato is that... Woohoo! Is that this grape is actually one of the oldest in the world. It's like a thousand years old, this grape. Mm. It's older than Cabernet Sauvignon. So if you don't like it, that's fine because people have for many, 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 many centuries. Who's many to years. say, <laughs> what do I know, right? Mm. Okay, so again, disclosure, this is a sweeter wine. And it's stylistically supposed to be. But okay. And also, another fun fact... I know a lot of people are into low calorie and low alcohol these days. I see it in the market. There's these new, you know, st- styles of wines we know. Like, for example, Stonely does a new Sauvignon Blanc. Poplar Grove does a new style, like Pinot Gris. Like, they're all like lower alcohol, lower mm-hmm. calorie, a health options. Health wine. These are, this is only 7%. So if you're driving and you can only have one or two glasses, this is a good option. Okay, good. Or maybe you don't drink often, but you want to have a bubbly, and you're like, ah, one of those, you know, 12 percenters, that'll, like, be my one glass. Mm-hmm. So you can have two glasses of this. That's a, I always wondered who would buy low alcohol. People um, have different tolerances. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. But that's good. You want to have two? 
throughout the evening. Okay, good. 7%. Nice so nice low alcohol, low calorie, delicious, and it's a refreshing sweet wine. So let's try it. Look at how white and clear that is. Yeah, beautiful. it is. I'm excited for you to open your mind. Yeah, it's, wow, that really is. I can smell the sweetness. Mm. Mm. So Save just finished her big dinner. Mm. Yeah. He went back for seconds. Mm. That's really good. It is really good. So the, well, the bottle is about joy, wealth, and ele elegance. That's what they're trying to wow. emulate from the winery. I'm very surprised. I know. Didn't expect that. Seriously? Yeah, no. Yeah, I didn't expect. I, I just. Uh, You're like, Megan. There we go. I was surprised, but not Let that surprised. Let me just double check <laughs> with one more sip. But no, because normally <laughs> sweet is sort of like. You're like, I have a headache just thinking about it. Yeah. I know. Baby duck or whatever. Like yeah. That kind of stuff. So say you have Can't a 19, 19 year old at your house. Or you know younger kids that are that are of age to drink, this would be an awesome option to put on the table. Maybe they've graduated from that apple sparkling wine. What is it, Martinelli's? Mm, right. This is your next step. <laughs> Good thinking. <laughs> yes. Low yeah. alcohol, still sugary enough where they like it, but then they're still drinking with mom and dad. Mm -hmm. You still feel cool. It's New Year's. And hey. then you're like, yeah, that's 50% off booze. Right, right, Go right ahead. Right. <laughs> Go help yourself. <laughs> Amazing. And the bottle is so nice. It's so beautiful. Wow. Can you see guys see that? that? There it is. Yeah. Beautiful. I know. So Amazing. Those, those are three kind of different styles of bubbly. Um, I mentioned that I would talk about Moet and Vouve and okay. the difference. So Yeah, curious. Okay, so like I'm not talking about Dom Perignon because Dom Perignon is in like the $300 range. So if you're gonna shop there, just buy it. Cool. Right. right. Yeah. <laughs> but it, but the Moet and the Vouv are so priced competitively that you're kind of like, what am I buying? A good rule of thumb is if you want a kind of a drier, crisper one, you choose Moet. Mm. And if you want a little bit more of a rich one, mm. a little bit more of a fruitier one, you choose Vouv. Interesting. Can you imagine? <laughs> That I'm over the age of 40. And I've Stop. Nev I've never, I know, it's shocking. <laughs> I have never half. come across this information. No one's ever told me this. Oh. Also, Moet is sourced from about 100 different vineyards. Vouv is about 60 different vineyards. Moet mm. is slightly more expensive. But it's sourced from more vineyards. Yes, but they, they probably have a wider selection to choose from. So when the Moet house and the Vouv house are making their champagnes, these are the you know, 80 to $90 bottles I'm talking about, not like, they're non-vintage. So what they do is every year, they take a little bit of juice from all different vintages to make a house style. Mm, gotcha. And the reason they do that is because some years are absolute crap, and there'll be like so much spring frost and rain and hail that they'll lose tons of their good grapes. And then other years are exceptional. Mm. So then they balance it out to mm. make a consistent champagne that you'll buy because you're like i absolutely love moe and i expect it to taste exactly the same every single time i open it even though you're not thinking about all the agricultural like influences that right. they have to deal with yeah Interesting. so the more vineyards the more they can like kind of hedge their bets in terms of a stylist right that makes then, sense but then they also have more inventory of wine so then their prices are higher right okay that makes sense now now i have seen certain like a, a moe vintage yeah before. yeah so that's so, going so, up so then they'll say um okay well this was an exceptional year we're gonna pull and make some yes. special 19 whatever yes yeah yeah so it's usually like an outstanding very good or an outstanding vintage and they'll make that alone like 1995 and then 
<clears throat> keep in mind when you're buying a vintage champagne, those vintage wines take more time to develop because the winemaker can't use maybe a richer style from an older vintage to, to balance out a really dry and tart younger vintage. They'll need more time. So if you buy one, you might need to lay it down for a little bit while to make it more you, amazing you want. It's, I'm just <laughs> ever baffled at how this works. It's a hard to store like wine. I, don't, I have like, an offsite because I'm like, I don't want to think about it. And there's lots of offsite storage in Vancouver. So you will go and you'll buy like a crate of something. Yeah. And you'll just then drop it off to your place. Yes. And then, uh, and then forget about and it. And you just pay your monthly fee. Uh, what are these places like? They're really nice. Like, and, and actually, there's one in Vancouver. And this is not a plug nor an advertisement, but it's over by Olympic Village. Okay. And they have this beautiful room that's like a communal room. This is like long wood dining table and a beautiful kitchen and like a fireplace. And like you can rent that room and invite your friends and then you just go to your storage locker and you open whatever you want and people and you bring food because there's a kitchen and really a TV, like everything. And you can just have the room for the night and you can be like, I'm opening my cellar tonight. I've been to one of those oh things before. Oh my God, that's so it's badass. <laughs> oh, what a, what a flex yeah, that is. a huge flex. You guys want to come to my cellar? It's off site. Wow. Oh, that's such a cool thing. And that's near Olympic Village? Yeah. It's like in a hidden... Yeah, hidden... it's a very discreet building, and it's like just like a door. Oh, that's even more badass. I know. Oh, my God. So... Oh. <laughs> Secret so layers of so... wine and... Oh, my God. It it's so the cool. underworld of wine in Vancouver. <laughs> mm. <laughs> and in Yaletown, there's actually another huge storage mm. underneath, like, one of the buildings. It's like you have to go down this elevator, and then they've got, like... Like kind of a maze of storage for wine down wow. there too. Wow, oh, that's so cool. Yeah, oh that's my God. one of the heritage buildings underground. She is the Batman of wine. <laughs> she is. I know people are going to be DMing me, be like, <laughs> "Where now? Tell me." Now, now you changed your name on Instagram. May, yeah, because I decided I'm no longer a girl. I'm now a woman. <laughs> okay, because I said, yeah, I, I remember we used to call you the Megan the Wine Girl. And then, and then I went to find you on Instagram, and I'm like, she's gone. Megan and the wine. Me or Megan and the wine. Because I feel like, to me, it's myself and the wine. You didn't want to be a girl. It could have been Megan the wine woman. <laughs> this doesn't have the same cash. I know, I know. I felt like I so, instantly gained 10 years when I went from Megan the wine woman. <laughs> Megan, <laughs> Megan the, the wine, wine woman. woman, yeah. People were like, okay. Oh, well, the wine woman. She's probably okay. drinking Black Tower. Right. <laughs> Unsubscribe. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> it's like, it's like, so you are Megan and the, wine. and the wine. Yes. On Instagram. So it's me and the wine. Okay. I eventually found you. It's like Beauty and the Beast. Yes. You know, that that's what I feel. Is that what you're going for? Yeah. Beauty and the Beast. The best beast in the world. Yeah. Right. This is really mm. delicious. Mm. Well, this is always so much fun. Pairs well with friends. Pairs well with friends. <laughs> Happy New Year.